if there's one thing I love doing and I've been doing for fucking years is I love making lists and my favourite type of list comes about in the following way a thought will come to me and I go no way that's that's interesting and I'll make a little note of it in a, a, a note folder thing I have on my phone and then a week later or maybe a month later or six months later or 20 seconds later I'll think of something else and I'll go just that's interesting and that's similar to that other thing that I, I noted. So what I'll end up doing is I'll put, I won't make a new note, I'll put the two notes side by side and then in a week's time I'll think of another thing, I'll go that's the same thing or very similar to that other thing and what I end up with typically is what I have in front of me here which is a list of things that are all essentially completely different but they're connected and the goal then is to come up with a title for this list like what's this a list of i love I, there's something better about that you're, you're kind of working backwards you make a list and then you go fuck what has all these things got in common and then you go ah this is what they have in common and that thing that unifying thing becomes the title and then you have a list of that unifying thing as opposed to what most people do is they think of something and they go oh yeah that's a, that'd be a great title let's see how many things i can list underneath that title now, they both have their uses, but to me personally, I think there's something more genuine and more authentic about coming up with a list of things and then giving it a title, as opposed to the reverse. But anyway, the title that I've given this list that I have in front of me is Bastardizations. And before I even mention anything on the list, I just want to rhyme off the internet's definition of bastardization. An act that debases or corrupts. It's a degradation, a debasement, changing to a lower state, a lower respected state. So you get something that has value and you strip all that value out of it until it becomes a hollow shell of itself. And that is essentially what a bastardization is. To use past guest and friend of the show, Ivor McQuillan's terminology, God has been stripped from it. And the first thing that I have on the list is food. And by food, I have in brackets after the word food, actual food. Because I'm of the opinion that Jesus, I don't know what percentage, but a, an alarmingly high percentage of what we call food these days, I don't think is food. I, re- I really don't. Anything to me that's highly processed is edible. But cardboard is edible. The dust under your couch is, you know, edible. The leaves on the fucking trees at the front of your gaff, they're probably edible to some degree, but they're not food. And we've lost that distinction, I think, the distinction between what's edible, what we can eat that doesn't poison us, and what we consider to be food. So all of these lists, everything that's on this list is one thing and then the new thing that it's been bastardized into. So I have food, actual food, versus processed shite, basically, refined carbs and all that jazz. Anything that has, you know, more than 10 ingredients Odds are it's fucking processed. Unless it's something like a vegetable soup or a stew or or even that. Like I mean, vegetable soup. How many fucking vegetables are you going to put into a vegetable soup? Four? Five? Look at the look at the ingredients on, on anything that's in a box or a package that's in your house. It's fucking jammed full of emulsifiers and fucking preservatives and sugars and half a dozen different things that you have absolutely no idea and wouldn't wouldn't ever know unless you were a fucking chemist so that's the first one on the list food actual food versus processed shite basically the next one then is music genuine and authentic 
versus mainstream and manufactured music. So there are musicians out there who, they make music. They feel compelled to make music, to write music, to write songs, to write poems, creative people in general. I mean, this isn't limited to, to music. It's, it's, it's creative endeavors. So it could be music, it could be writing, it could be film, it could be fucking drama, it, it could be anything. Anything with a creative bent on it. There's genuine and authentic creativity and then there's mainstream manufactured shite, which is typically speaking tits and ass. And that's a bastardization of the creativity, of the, the creative process. The next one then is religion and genuine spirituality versus organized religion. And as I was making this list, I wrote organized slash commercial because that's, to me, what organized religion is. It's just commercial religion. It's basically just mainstream and manufactured music, only it's in relation to spirituality. The next one then is farming. We're all familiar with farming. We've all been on farms at one point or another. But farming doesn't really exist anymore. We don't have, there's very few farms left in Ireland, if there's fucking any. The country used to be chock full of them, but we barely have one left. The few farms that we have left are tourist attractions. People want to see the little ducklings and the little chicks and the goose and the duck and the fucking pig and the piglets. And they want to feed the lambs and they want to, you know, turn the hay bales and they want to do all these things. Because that's a farm. Farms don't exist anymore. What we have now is agribusinesses. A farm is a great place for a kid to grow up. An agribusiness is nowhere near like a place a child should be anywhere close to. Dangerous cunting places between silage pits and high-strung animals and big fucking machines. Just death traps, basically. But again, the decency and the goodness and the organicness and the originality and the authenticity has just been stripped from farming. And now we have agribusinesses. The next one then, and it's the same process that's applying to everything that I've spoken about already. Food, music, religion or spirituality, farming... The rest of the list follows in the same suit. They've all been bastardized. Careers. People used to have careers. There used to be this thing called meaningful employment. You used to have, you used to be able to take pride in your work. But now what we have is jobs. And jobs you clock in and clock out of. And there's a, there's another thing here that, that they bleed into each other so much they're, they're practically inseparable. And it's careers versus jobs and working versus being at work. We have this notion like you ring someone, you're like, well, lad, what's the crack? Ah, yeah, I'm just at work. I'm in the place where I have to be if I want to get paid. But people don't mean that they're engaged in productivity. They're just at work. They have to be here. But that's not, that's a job. That's not a career. The next one then is, is altering consciousness. Every society that's ever been on the planet has altered its consciousness. In areas where there haven't been psychedelic substances or even plants or animals that drugs could be derived from, they've created dances and breath work in order to, to alter their consciousness. But these days, every, all, the, all the God, again, to quote Mr. McQuillan, has been stripped out of these things. And what we do now is we do drugs. People are just doing drugs. And there's a problem with people doing drugs. And the idea of the benefits of altering your consciousness has just been completely dispensed with. It's completely forgotten about. It's never mentioned. It's not in the narrative at all. It's just people are doing drugs and we need to stop them. The next one then is journalism. Journalism used to be a thing, but these days what we have is people who write for publications. They're called journalists, but they're only journalists by name. 
And that's when all these other things are. Food, music, religion, farming, work, altering consciousness, journalism. They're just words, that, but they don't mean anything anymore. They've been bastardised. The next one then is colleges and universities versus degree mills. That's basically what they are. Colleges and universities used to be places, and schools used to be places where that we could go and we could be educated and we could learn and we could be exposed to new ideas, exposed to new ways of thinking, exposed to new ways of doing things. But that's all gone. These days they're degree mills. They just, they get you in the door, they keep you for as little time as humanly possible and they spit you out the other end with a piece of paper that costs you 50 grand. And that, again, bleeds into the next one, the idea of, of education. So education should be learning how to think, learning how to figure things out, having some autonomy, having some personal responsibility on your own educational journey throughout life. But what we have these days is indoctrination. Okay, what we have these days is we have to separate the wheat from the chaff. We have to put people into opposing piles, a pile of people to do the work and a pile of people to tell people to do the work. The next one then is wars. Wars have been an integral part of human society, like it or lump it, for time immemorial. But these days, we don't have one country fighting another country. We do to a certain degree. But the two biggest wars that have ever been waged have been the war on drugs and the war on terror. Both wars that you cannot win. Okay, terrorism... Terrorism is defined by the people who are calling the other people terrorists. So I'm sure the English in the early 20th century would have classed Michael Collins as a terrorist. But from the Irish perspective, Michael Collins was a freedom fighter. So you can't, you can't end something that's defined depending on who you ask. And the same can be said for drugs. The war on drugs. What a crock of shit. Has anyone been arrested for their coffee intake? Or alcohol intake. No, there are certain drugs, for whatever reason, we deem acceptable. And then there are others that we deem illegal. Typically the ones that we can't control that well. And by control, I mean the likes of cannabis. People can just grow their own cannabis. And people can brew their own beer and brew their own wine and distill their own spirits. But guess what? Brewing your own spirits is illegal in Ireland. And I'm not sure about the legality of brewing your own beer or wine, but I know it's very legislated you have to have a license for this and a license for that and there's barriers to en to entry and, and all sorts but these wars so-called are perpetual wars they will go on forever there's no ending these wars and that's the fucking beauty of them as far as a weapons manufacturer is concerned as far as somebody who's supplying police forces around the world with guns and tear gas and fucking all the rest of it Happy war on drugs, best idea ever. You can't eliminate them from maximum security prisons, so therefore it's in a complete impossibility to uh, remove them from broader society. So fucking happy days. A perpetual war, a war that we can, a war that keeps the machinery of war constantly turning. No need for conflict. We can have fucking peace left, right, and centre, but it doesn't matter. We have our perpetual wars. A war against terror and a war against drugs. As ill-defined as they are, they still rage worldwide. The next one then is brand versus pure concocted horseshite. So a brand used to be essentially a reputation. A company's reputation was known as their brand. So if you were in business for a week or a month or 500 years, it didn't matter. You had a reputation. 
and you lived and died by your reputation, if you were known to be an evil shower of wankers, less people would buy your products and you'd go out of business. And your brand was so important. People realize that. But brand, your brand or your reputation has been completely bastardized these days. These days, what you want is, before you even set up a company, what you do is you go to a marketing company, you go to a branding company, you go to a public relations company, and you say to them, right, look, this is what we're trying to peddle. Give me a good brand. And you say that to four different companies and whichever one of them gives you the one which you think is the best fit for you or the cheapest or a mixture of both, then happy fucking days. The next one then is business. Again, these two, the the brand versus PR concocted horseshit bleeds into the next one. This idea of businesses versus corporations. Businesses used to be builders and butchers and growers and fucking hairdressers and people making things and educating people and producing things and, and innovating that's what businesses used to be and people were so good at doing all these different things they're different trades they're different areas of expertise that they were able to sell it they were able to provide something that people would pay for and that had value but these days that's all just been dispensed with corporation corporations are for profit at all costs at all costs they don't care they don't give a fuck if they can move it if it's cheaper to get it made by a five-year-old in Bangladesh than it is a seven-year-old in Thailand, well, off the fucking Bangladesh with you. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Because at the end of the day, the name of the game is just profit. But, Jesus, what if people find out? That's for our fucking PR company to worry about. That's for That's where buying carbon credits or whatever fucking other such nonsense or buying little rainforest alliance badges or board bf stickers to slap on our fucking produce that's where that all comes from and it's all bollocks (laughs) (sighs) so that's my list of bastardizations i hope to bring you many more lists in the not too distant future and on that note oh before i say on that note i'll chat to you soon i'd like to say if you're enjoying this shit Help me out, www.patreon.com forward slash off the lead. If you want to contact me, if you want to query me, if you want to come on as a guest, if you know someone who wants to come on to a guest, if you want to just say, listen, man, fair fucking play it, that shit goes a long way, by the way, you can contact me on off the lead's WhatsApp number on 089-6047-888. That number again is 089-6047-888. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.